hey and welcome to Wednesday's episode of the Tribe Raising the Vibe with me, Tia. And yes, I still sound like this and that is because I have got a sinusitis and I didn't go to the bloody doctor. I just thought Sudafed will relieve all of my problems and I was just popping Sudafed like it was going out of fashion and whilst it did cause some temporary relief, it didn't resolve the issue. And by the time I went to the doctors, which was only yesterday, um, it's now gone to my chest and I also have a chest infection. So all I'm gonna say to anyone is, unless it's corona and you need to stay the fuck away from everybody, um, please, please go to the doctor if you're not well because I procrastinated about this and was like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and it has got so much worse to the point that I'm now on some mad sort of form of antibiotic and um I now can't see my mama who's in hospital at the moment hey hey mama and I can't see her now because I'm riddled with infection and I can't make her ill and they won't let me in so I have fucked myself right up so all I'm going to say to you is if you're sick do the responsible thing and take your ass to the doctors and get yourself mended because if you just leave it it's likely to get worse believe me coming from somebody that's seven days in and still only feeling marginally better so anyhow I'm just going to give you a little warning that I may need to stop from time to time to have a little drink of water because um, my throat just can't cope with this long, prolonged amount of talking, which, believe me, very saddens me because I do love a chat. Um, anyhow, let us move on to what today's pod is about. And by the way, it's Waffly Wednesday. I love a Waffly Wednesday. It means that I don't have to be as concise and it means that you've got to just put up my madness. But um, I am going to try and be concise, actually, because I have promised myself that these are going to be more streamlined and more cohesive for you. And basically, you know, just nice and concise. I don't know if I can do concise, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna stick with me. You either like me or you don't at the end of the day. Um, so we are going to discuss today boundaries and what healthy boundaries and what has made me come to this pod today is that I am doing a book called The One with the Book Club, and it's about focusing on the one thing that can make the rest of your life easier. That you know that we all multitask, which by the way is not even a thing in this book. You know, you can't really multitask and no one can multitask. It just means that you're doing two tasks that are both gonna turn out shit. Um, about living balanced lives and FYI just so you know there is no such thing as a balanced life um, because if you're doing one thing you're always going to be taking your attention away to the other so it's just a myth um, it's about motivation willpower it's like a series of things that I have learned so much from this book but it is basically just focusing your attention on the one thing that is gonna you do that and it just makes every other part of your life easier so when we started reading this book I was like I'm gonna do one thing for every area of my life and then felt like maybe that wasn't the point because it was just the one thing so then one of my girls in the book club group like flipped it and was like well you know okay so just to ask yourself what's the one thing you can do so you can do all of those things and I was like oh I do that already I do my show up my show up for myself schedule that I do every Sunday I literally plan every fucking hour of every day 
for the week. So I've got meditation in there, I've got my when I'm needing to journal, affirmations, running people to school, um, you know, you, you get what I'm saying, reading, um, family time, it's all in there. Um, so I thought, well, I kind of do that already. So I make sure that all these things are happening. So I was like, quite impressed with myself. But I then took it one step further and thought, <clears throat> you know what? I don't really have a set of healthy boundaries in place. And if I had healthy boundaries in place, would I even need the freaking schedule? You know, like for instance, I have decided that family time is at a certain time um, and then I will cook dinner in that time because I've given myself a really big window of opportunity. However, if a phone call comes in during that time, I have noticed that I will take the phone call because my boundary is porous and I will explain what this means as we go on later in the pod. And um, then it will muck up the time that I'm doing dinner, it will put me back, then it makes dinner time stressful, then it means everyone's hungry and they're pissed off because I'm late. Um, No, I should have just stuck to the schedule, which was my boundary, and I didn't. And it's like, I will, sometimes I think, oh, I'll listen to a podcast, and then I'll scroll on Instagram, and I'll be like, oh no, it's time to go and pick up Alf, and I haven't done the bloody podcast, or listened to the podcast that I wanted to listen to. And that's because, instead of respecting my boundaries, or looking at the schedule, but I looked at the schedule, I knew it was in the schedule, I've got boundaries in place. You know, the podcasts that I choose to listen to are good for my mental health at the moment. They're good for my recovery. They give me things to think about, which means then I go off and research stuff and I'm like, aha, the brain works that way. And, you know, it's good good for me to keep, to support my mental health journey and to make sure that I'm building resources to support my mental health and any future crises that I may have. Um, So you get what I'm saying doesn't matter about the schedule I can write a million things on the schedule but if I don't have the healthy boundaries in place then I'm not going to stick to the schedule anyway so I have gone off and I have done a little bit of research about boundaries and what that looks like and I just really want to share this because I will be surprised if you have firstly any boundaries in place or what you think are boundaries are boundaries or if you're just you know if you've got so many boundaries, you're isolating yourself from people. And we're going to that late in, in the pod in a little while as well. So I just want to read you something because I really like this. And it did make me chuckle a little. And I thought it is also very, very true. So let me just read you what I have written down here. Walls keep everybody out. Boundaries show people where the door is fucking love that I just love it so what is a boundary a boundary is a line which marks the limits of an area and it's a dividing line healthy boundaries they're crucial they are the most crucial component of um, self-care if you do not have healthy boundaries it can lead to resentment anger burnout Um, you know for instance if you have got poor relationship boundaries you're likely to have, at some points, resentment and anger. Um, If you've got poor work boundaries, it can lead to burnout. So setting healthy boundaries is so important to ensure that you have good mental health. It's just, it's really, to be honest with you, it should be a non-negotiable. And during my research, I've printed a couple of bits and pieces out because, you know, you know me, like to give you some fix. 
Um, Therapist Aid says, creating healthy boundaries is empowering by recognizing the need to set and enforce limits you protect your self-esteem, maintain self-respect and enjoy healthy relationships. Unhealthy boundaries can cause emotional pain that can lead to dependency, depression, anxiety and even stress-induced physical illness. A lack of boundaries is like having the door open to your home unlocked. Anyone, including unwelcome guests, can enter at will. On the other hand, having too rigid boundaries can lead to isolation, like living in a locked-up castle surrounded by a moat. No one can get in and no one can get out. I love that. And for me, that just, it just hits the nail on the head. So let's jump straight in. What are personal boundaries? Personal boundaries are limits and rules that we set ourselves within any relationship. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are also comfortable in opening themselves up to intimacy and vulnerability. So there we go. A person who keeps um, others at a distance, whether emotionally, physically or otherwise, is said to have two rigid boundaries. So let's go through what rigid boundaries can look like, porous boundaries look like, and then ultimately what healthy boundaries look like. So a person, these are common traits with people that have rigid boundaries. So avoid intimacy, unlikely to ask for help, have few close relationships, very protective of personal information, may seem detached from partners, friendships, work colleagues, keep others at a distance to avoid possible rejection. Um, porous boundaries, which I think I've got quite a lot of those. Well, I'm not going to after this because I've already sat down and I'm working on what these boundaries are going to look like. But um, porous boundaries, oversharing personal information, difficult to say no to others, over-involved in others' problems, dependent on opinions of others, accepting of abuse or disrespect, fears rejection if they do not comply with others. And then what are healthy boundaries? So we value our own opinion. We don't compromise our values. We share personal information in an appropriate way. You know, we're not oversharing, we're not undersharing. Um, We know our personal wants and we know how to communicate them. And we're accepting when others say no. So we, as much as we have to say no, we accept when others say no. So most people have a mix of a different type of boundaries. For example, you know, you could have like really healthy work boundaries, porous boundaries in a romantic relationship and a mixture of all three of those when it comes to your family. And I think there are, you know, there are times when we do need to have a mixture of those. You know, there are certain things that I am rigid about. There's stuff like for my mental health and I've said it over and over again, meditation and my affirmations are non-negotiable for me because they just start up my day. That has to be rigid. That has to be rigid to support the rest of my day. You know, I'm not good at saying no to people. I'm really not. I think it draws experiences into my life. It means that I'm busy. It means I'm doing stuff. There is a flip side to that where I'm actually not taking downtime and looking after myself. So I think there is a time where I can be porous with that. And then I think there are other times where I have to be a bit more rigid. You know, at the moment we're going through a crisis as a family. I've had to be really rigid about saying no to certain things and not putting my hand up to do everything or to be there or to go out or to um, just participate in some areas of my life that I normally would you know I've become quite insular and I've said this before at this time you know in actual fact most of my sharing and a lot of my 
sharing is centered around this pod it's helping my mental health and it's cathartic for me um but as i've said there are times where being poor having porous boundaries can suit a circumstance or a situation it's just not having that all of the time um so the appropriateness of boundaries um it just depends on the setting um you know like if you're out with your mates it might not be appropriate to say some of the things that you would say when you're out with people from work um and also some cultures have different expectations when it comes to boundaries you know um i'm just trying to think here some cultures um consider it really like inappropriate to express emotions in public and there are other cultures that will happily you know freely express their feelings in public but um it's just just being respectful of your own boundaries firstly and then respecting other people's boundaries and you know and you have to make sure people respect your boundaries like that sounds really funny but you do you have to make sure that people are respecting your boundaries whilst you are respecting theirs and think about how you value your own boundaries is the same amount of value that you need to place on others um executing their own boundaries because they're there for a reason it keeps us all healthy it keeps us all happy it means that you know we are all living in a flow so what are the i've i've printed this out because i knew i was never going to remember this let's just have a little count up one two three four five six six personal boundaries that therapist aid um state now i looked online and i looked on pinterest and there are shitloads of boundaries you know you can if this if this as i always say these are tip of the iceberg moments these pods they are i am giving you the crumbs of any topic if this triggers you that means that you need to do work around it if it inspires you and you want to go off and find more then thank you i'm serving go out there and research um and if it resonates with you and you feel like there this is something that you'd like to explore and do a little bit more work around just go off and do a google search because there is so much information about boundaries work boundaries health boundaries personal boundaries life boundaries you just you just go and have a look for yourself as i said i just throw you the crumbs um and the bits that are that have resonated with me anyhow i digress and i promised that i wouldn't so types of boundaries therapist aid has said there are six so they say physical boundaries refer to personal space and physical touch healthy physical boundaries include awareness of what's appropriate and what's not in various settings and types of relationships hug handshake or kiss physical boundaries may be violated if someone touches you when you don't want them to or when they invade your personal space for example rummaging through through someone's bedroom or going through my handbag um intellectual boundaries refer to the thoughts and ideas healthy intellectual boundaries include respecting others ideas and awareness of an appropriate discussion should we talk about the weather or politics intellectual boundaries are violated when someone dismisses or belittles another person's thoughts or ideas emotional boundaries refer to person to a person's feelings healthy emotional boundaries include limitations on when to share and when not to share personal information for example grad- gradually sharing personal information during the development of a relationship 
as opposed to revealing everything to everyone. Emotional boundaries are violated when someone criticises, belittles or invalidates another person's feelings. We move on to sexual boundaries. Refer to the emotional, intellectual and physical aspects of sexuality. Healthy sexual boundaries involve mutual understanding and respect of limitations and desires between sexual partners. Sexual sexual boundaries can be violated with unwanted sexual touch, pressure to engage in sexual acts, leering or sexual comments. Bear with, I'm going to just have a little sip of water. Sorry about that. Material boundaries refer to money and possessions. Healthy material boundaries involve setting limits on what you will share and with whom. For example, it may not be appropriate to lend a car to a family member. Um, Oh, sorry, I read that bell wrong. For example, it may be appropriate to lend a car to a family member. I was thinking, why would I not lend it to a family member? But probably not to somebody you just met this morning. Material boundaries are violated when someone steals or damages another person's possessions or when they pressure them to give or to lend their possessions. And then time boundaries. And for me, this is a biggie. Um, refer Time boundaries refer to how a person uses their time. To have healthy time boundaries, a person must set aside enough time for each facet of their life, such as work, relationship and hobbies. Time boundaries are violated when another person demands too much of another person's time or when you don't respect your own motherfucking boundaries and you let those people seep in to the boundaries that you've created and I am really guilty of that I will have set boundaries for myself and somebody will call and it will be in a time where I am supposed to be doing something else and I will let that person seep in they'll just like pick up the phone and before you know it I've lost half an hour so that's me that's not even them that's me you need to you really have to respect your own flipping boundaries um sorry i just felt a little bit passionate about that i think because actually what i'm secretly doing is telling myself off so unhealthy boundaries are characterized by sharing too much too soon um and at the other end of this spectrum closing yourself off and not expressing yourself or needs at all um feeling responsible for other people's happiness inability to say no for fear of rejection or abandonment weak sense of your own identity you can you can base how you feel about yourself and how others treat you disempowerment you allow others to make decisions for you consequently you feel powerless and you do not take responsibility of your own life and this shit is real people people do do this and you know what i'm quite guilty of that and i don't think this won't i won't make decisions for myself of course i will but i always go oh i'm really easy really don't care do what you want i don't mind it's entirely up to you i just go with the flow and is that really me going with the flow and being a lazy bugger because I can't be bothered to make the decisions for myself and I think there is a line here everyone you know like some people like having other people make decisions for them and it's not because they want to be disempowered it's because they're lazy fuck faces and somebody else is really good at organizing and it's easier for that person to do it or are there times where I have disempowered myself by saying actually I'll do that and in my head I don't really want to and I think that's the difference isn't it you know that's the difference when you're trying to look at the boundary that you've set not to be too rigid about um not allowing others to make responsibilities you can be a bit porous around that but at the time when you really don't want to do something then you've got to turn around and go nah nah 
you're disempowering me or I'm disempowering myself so you're not going to make that decision for me I'm not doing that today because I don't want to I'm not playing I'm not interested and that is where we need to find the balance with our boundaries so what to do I just want to check that I haven't got anything else written down that I think I really need to just share because I really thought I had put something down that was very appropriate but it doesn't look like I have so I'm just double checking because I really don't want you to miss out anything because I really enjoyed researching this topic and um, just want to make sure that I pass on as much info as I can so what holds us back from setting boundaries what are what are our barriers fear and rejection um fear of confrontation guilt um we we are actually taught in a society not to have healthy boundaries we're always taught to put others first we really are like that whole saying it is put others before yourself isn't it and then for some people it may be safety concerns and if that's you and you are having difficulties in a relationship because you're dealing with somebody that's physically dangerous or threatening it might not be safe for you to attempt to set explicit boundaries with that person and if you're in that situation I suggest you get yourself a counsellor a therapist and try and create a safety plan and how you can get out um, and I'm talking about you know in in severe circumstances where people are probably dealing with domestic um, abuse whether that's mental or physical um, and that's a subject that's very close to my heart as we all know moving on so how do we set healthy boundaries well firstly we need to look at what boundaries are so what type of boundaries do you want to set for yourself you know there was a good book actually called um blah, 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 blah. where you end and i begin and it's by anne catherine and just put it into amazon and i'm sure you'll be able to get you'll be able to pick up a copy if you're interested or if not just research i will be doing a list of my own healthy boundaries after for each area of my life um so basically what it says about healthy boundaries is that we need to establish what our boundaries are then we need to communicate them and we need to communicate them in a respectful manner um let me just read you what um where is it from let me read you from it's a segment from um where you end and where i begin just so you can get what i'm saying because i'm i just fear that i'm going to be a bit waffly and i actually think this is really important when you identify the need to set a boundary, do it clearly, calmly, firmly and respectfully and, and in as few words as possible. Do not justify, get angry or apologise for the boundary you are setting. You are not responsible for the other person's, re person's reaction to the boundary you are setting. You are only responsible for communicating the boundary in a respectful manner. If you upset them, know it is their problem. Some people especially those accustomed to controlling, abusing or manipulating you, might test you. Plan on it, expect it, but remain firm. 
Remember, your behaviour must match the boundaries you are setting. You cannot successfully establish a clear boundary if you are sending mixed messages by apologising. At first, you will probably feel selfish, guilty or embarrassed when setting a boundary. Do it anyway. Remind yourself you have the right to self-care. Setting boundaries takes practice and determination. Don't let anxiety, guilt, fear prevent you from taking care of yourself. When you feel anger and resentment or find yourself whining or complaining, it's probably because you didn't set the boundary. Listen to yourself, determine what you need to say, then communicate it assertively. Learning to set healthy boundaries takes time. It's a process. Set them in your own time frame, not when someone else tells you to. And there you go. That is what um, Anne Catherine says. So what are healthy boundaries? Okay, so no, learning to say no, and that no is a complete answer. That you have the right to feel seen. You are responsible for your own emotions. You're not responsible for others' decisions, and you have the right to care for yourself. And at work, it might be, you know, I can't I can't do that right now. I can't give you that time right now because I'm in the middle of this. And it's sticking to it so you can make sure that your priorities are done first. Really, in terms of, you know, we've discussed how you can set the boundaries as that was define them, communicate them, say what you need, keep it simple. And some people actually say have a set of consequences like, for instance, I don't know if you're in a relationship and you want to start a new thing or you want to change a career or you want to start a new, I don't know, weight program and someone's trying to sabotage you with your food, you can tell me, say, look, you need to respect that I'm trying to lose weight and my boundaries around it is that I finish eating at seven o'clock because I start intermittent fasting. If you, if you can't respect that and you're going to serve dinner up at eight o'clock, then you're going to eat on your own. Like, that's the consequence. Like, I don't care. I'm stopping at seven. If you want to eat at eight, the consequence is that you eat by yourself. If you want us to have a nice dinner together, then can we just make sure that it's done by seven? And any consequence that you state as part of your boundary setting, just make sure that it's something that you're actually prepared to do and that you're not cutting your own nose off despite your face because, you know, we all get a bit passionate about stuff sometimes. And like, if you don't do this, I am going to leave you. And you know damn well you're not. So just like make sure they're realistic and you can actually stick to them. Um, and you might want to do some research around that because that one I like when in my head I was like that. Consequences to my boundaries. What am I doing? Am I schooling people here? How does this really work? And actually when you sit down and you go through it logically it does work and you can and it does resonate you might need to read around it a bit because I know that I certainly had to but it does resonate um so I am just going to leave you with one little thing setting boundaries is your responsibility people will continue to do to you what you allow them to do you get to decide what is and what isn't allowed in your life And that, my friends, is why you need to set healthy boundaries. Anyway, the voice is going. I'm very, 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 very sore. So I am going to drop the mic. But um, have a great week. High vibes, my tribe. Tribe Raising the Vibe with Tia will be aired twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. 
Not only will I be sharing my passion about self-development, I'll be sharing stories, I will interview experts in the field of self-development, hold interactive Q&A sessions from our tribe. My hope is to share my passion and build a community that will support one another through their self-development journey. Find me on any social network platform at The Tribe Raising the Vibe. Make sure you subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app.